Welcome to the Synthwave podcast called Harbi Here Radio. This show was brought to you by my main sponsor, Cool Moe. And a quick happy birthday to Hesdi. Happy birthday. Previously on Heartbeat Here Radio. Yeah, happy new year and welcome to the Synthwave podcast called Harbi Here Radio. Heartbeat Hero Stephen roped his wife into doing vocals on something. Next thing I know, she's also doing keyboards for them. Yeah, they've uh, got me playing keyboard on stage. Now. That is correct. <laughs> you have some kids, uh, quite a few. Uh, what's the best Mother's Day gift you have ever received? A trip to the beach. Ooh, that is a nice one. Was that the Out Here Brothers? That is correct. You are the winner. Brother. Speech. I uh, I owe this all to pure dumb luck. I'd like to thank the universe for being kind to me today. And that's pretty much it. I'm, I'm probably gonna take next time. It's the first time I've ever won trivia. Hi, this is Cool Moe. You are listening to Heartbeat Hero Radio. First, here's a taste of some of my music. I'll be searching for love. Hi there, I'm Cool Moe, and you are listening to the Heartbeat Hero Radio Show. This show is sponsored by myself, Cool Moe Music and Cool Moe Radio Shows. I'm primarily a synth-pop artist in the alt-electronic community. I'm also the creator and host of the Alt-Electronic Nation with Cool Moe Radio Show on Radio Dark Tunnel, live every Wednesday. Go to my link tree to find out all the details and follow me everywhere. Hi, this is Clank, and you're listening to Heartbeat Hero Radio. Hi, this, this is Josh and Ricky from Munetics, and you're listening to Heartbeat Hero Radio. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Adex, and you're listening to Heartbeat Hero Radio. Hey, this is Joe from the Ozone Nightmare Podcast. Hi, this is Robin Lights, and you're listening to Heartbeat Hero Radio. Hi, this is Karin Zoe Lee. Hi, I'm Sinstry. This is Sequenza. Oh, hello! It's me, Steven, from Hot Heels. Heartbeat Hero Radio Show! This is the Heartbeat Hero Radio Show. Have a good time listening to great music, artist interviews, and some nice trivia games right now on this very channel. It's Saturday night, the 4th of February, 2023. I'm here live on twitch.tv slash heartbeathero. This is episode number 51 of the Synthway Podcast Heartbeat Hero Radio. My name is Daniel Barton, and I'm your friendly neighborhood Synthway fan. And a shout out to my Patreon supporters, the wonderful Jefferson Rift, the amazing Robin Lights, and the kind Keith Atherton, and my lovely anonymous supporter. If you would like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash heartbeathero. Tonight, I will be interviewing X Lamore X that will be live at 8.30 p.m. Paris time here on Heartbeat Hero Radio. And for the trivia at 9 p.m., we will have Evil Zone, Sin Street, and Russell Nash, also X Lamore X, is going to join us as well. Artists coming up on the show are Joe Mays, Corvad, M.A.T., David Ritt, and many more. 
Alrighty then, let's get this show on the road. Starcadian is an independent New York-based synthwave producer and special effects artist who writes music soundtracks to imaginary movies. His style of music is heavily influenced by French musician Sebastian and features music reminiscent of the artist Prince with lyrics sung using a vocoder effect. This is New Sidonia 2K Remaster by Starcadian.
that was New Sidonia 2K Remaster by Starcadian. And we got some shout outs to the chat, quite a lot. It's busy in the chat. Russell Nash, Hesdy, Synthwave83, Robin Lights, Bending Grid, Necro Noise, Vector Hold, Demo 14, 8X, Ryan570, Game Nasty, and Craig Pac-Man. Thank you for taking that nap and getting up at 2.30 in the morning. Tell me if I forgot your name in the chat and I will give you a shout out. Also supporting the show is my sister Lee Ellen, my mom Haiti, and my wife. Now from New York State with millions of plays on Spotify, we have the wonderfully catchy track called Getaway Car by Yo Maze.
That was Getaway Car by Yo Maze. If you did not know yet, I'm a huge Batman fan and a huge fan of the latest movie directed by Matt Reeves. It is called The Batman and it's starring Zoe Kravitz and Robert Pattinson. One of my favorite scenes is when the Batman talks to the Penguin in the Iceberg Lounge discotheque and you can hear awesome music being played in the background. That awesome track in the Batman movie was composed by Corvad. This is Tesla by Corvad.
That was Tesla by Corvad. Shout outs to the chat. We got S Dwarfs. Hey man, how you doing? MAT is the electronic music project of Matthias Bischoff. He is a founding member of the former German synth pop band Cyber and has been active as a DJ for many years, collaborating with singer Miriam Baruda. This is Das Fundament by MAT. Das Fundament, das Fundament. 
That was Das Fundament by M.A.T. David Ritt is a music producer and filmmaker. Check out more of his music on Spotify. He has created a very cool video explaining how he creates a synthwave version of the Elden Ring theme. This is El- uh, that this is Elden Ring, but it's synthwave by David Ritt. This is the wonderful title theme music for the video game masterpiece Elden Ring. I've been playing Elden Ring a lot lately, maybe a bit too much. And after a long session of playing, I had this really weird shower thought, which was, what if the Elden Ring soundtrack was in the style of the synthwave? I have to know what that would sound like. In this video, I will show you how I transformed the original title music of Elden Ring into a dark synthwave track. And as always, we will reveal the final result at the end of this video. Here's a small teaser. idea is only the very beginning of the journey. The real work starts now. How in the world would I be able to remix this epic orchestral masterpiece into a synthwave track? Well, I started to reverse engineer some of the melodic elements, for example this brass part becomes this part. And this part? becomes this part. That gave me enough of an idea which key, chords and notes I can roughly use to carry on with the spirit of the original. Now, to make it synthwavy, you need some of the defining features of this genre. For example, a dark and super nasty 16th note bass. The distortion unit Decapitator makes it extra angry. The filter cutoff here screams to be modulated. You slap a kick drum on it and it's already lovely. Maybe a snare on 2 and 4 at this point as well some additional percussion shouldn't hurt either. Not too bad for an intro, right? Let's bring some of the earlier mentioned melodic elements into play again and experiment with different instruments. second absolutely essential synthwave element is a 16th note ARP. ARP stands for arpeggiated or arpeggiator, which means that you break up a chord and play the notes individually. Ableton's arpeggiator tool is doing that automatically for you and is really fun to play around with. Mm -hmm. 
You remember the chords I used just a second ago? If you slap the arpeggiator on it, it sounds like that. I have no idea why this filter sounds so cool here, but the super high resonance is definitely a contributing factor. Automation is a great way to control the energy of your music. By manipulating the cutoff of the SMV and my trusty endless smile, you can wash out a sound to create tension towards the next section. I managed to find some of Rani's dialogue online, sampled it and slapped a bunch of effects on it. The voice acting is so good. I am the witch Rani. I stole death long ago and search now for the dark path that I might one day upend the whole of it and rid the world of all that came before. Well, has that roused thy interest? For the second chorus part here, I used Shaperbox. It's a great tool to create happy accidents and it's crazy how different this ARP becomes. After 10 to 15 hours of work, this is what I came up with. Hope you like it. See you next time.
That was Elden Ring, but it's Synthwave by David Ritz. And I'm sorry for the technical issues uh, during that video. I had to stop the stream and restart it again. Um, hopefully it won't happen again on the show. Now it's time for the pre-recorded show and I will be back with a live interview with X, Lamore X. See you in the chat. Welcome to the pre-recorded show. This is a request by Keith Atherton. This is Lost Time by Time Cop 1983.
That was Lost in Time by Tom Cop 1983. Up next, we finally get a video by Robin Lights again. Um, I got four videos for you tonight. Three videos are on this pre-recorded show. And uh, the, third, the fourth one is in the trivia later on. This is Drive Until Dawn featuring Sleepless Nights by Thalrex. was Drive Until Dawn featuring Sleepless Nights by Thalrex. Up next is a live performance by Volcor X. This is Atomic Dust Live at Krakatoa by Volcor X. Thank you. 
That was Atomic Dust Live at Krakatoa by Volcor X. Up next, a video by Robin Lights. This is Dream Shore by Cyberwalker.
that was Dream Shore by Cyberwalker. Up next, a cool video by our CEO of videos, Robin Lights. Uh, we have Glitcher by Menek.
was Glitcher by Menek. And up next, we have Master Boot Record. So Master Boot Record is coming to the Netherlands to perform live, and I'm going to be there and watch it. I hope some of you can be there as well. I'm really looking forward to it. This is IRQ Zero System Lock by Master Boot Record. was IRQ Zero System Clock by Master Boot Record. Now let's get back to the show. And we are back and we are waiting for our guest. There he is. He's already come back. He warmed up his coffee. I am going to do a quick introduction. I'm just going to wait till he puts his headphones on 
And uh, or can you hear me? You can hear me. I can hear you. I got uh, you going out the speaker. All right, all right, all right. Um, from Los Angeles, my next guest uh, was with us in an airport on episode forty-six, and on Christmas on episode forty-nine, and now it's episode fifty-one, and we finally get thirty minutes to talk to him and listen to his music. Uh, he's been in a lot of musical endeavors, and we're going to explore them tonight. Welcome back, Oscar, aka Lamore. Hell yeah! Thank you, thank you. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good, you know. I'm, uh, you know, doing it really busy. Been been super busy these days, but busy is good. I asked this question last time, but you were all uh, messed up by by the airport Wi-Fi. So I'm going to ask the question again. How did you get started in music? So how did I get started in music? I mean, um, I guess like there's that's a multi uh, answer question, multi answers to that question. I mean, originally I first started playing the trumpet when I was like a little kid, and I was terrible at the trumpet, to be honest. At, at what age was this? I was. Uh, this was when I was in like maybe second grade, second or third grade or something, and then. Um, but that's when I got like the bug, where I was like, I, I wasn't that good, but there was the other guys that were really good. And I kind of wanted to be better and would practice. But finally, when I picked up the guitar, that's when it was like, okay, this starts to make sense. And I started learning songs I know. It was a lot funner. And then, uh, and yeah, and then I played upright bass in high school. And then I went to college and did voice there and engineering. And that's when, uh, and uh, that's when things started going more synths. And I started learning more synths and stuff. Um, you know, I was recording my own band. For the first few demos in high school, we had like a 12-track recorder, Whoa. and uh, and I would record friends' bands. It was an old Tascam 12-track, and it was awesome. Um, and but then the first, I remember the first time we went into a real recording studio, it was like, whoa, this is awesome. And so, long story short, finally after college, it was just like I had a bunch of uh, a, a big network and started working on one of uh, a record uh, produced by Kanye, and then. Uh, started just doing a bunch of stuff this was in 2009 uh so a long long time ago uh and you know it was it was cool and it was doing rock records was working with his band from chicago called without waves i was in a band called violet winter and then we just moved out moved to la made the big jump wow um so, so that's you said you worked on the music because uh, uh, kanye worked on a lot of projects yeah so it was this record for one of his co-writers called malik youssef and uh, Malik has written a bunch of tunes for him or co-written, you know. Uh, and so he's been credited on a lot of songs. And Malik's a poet from Chicago. And so Malik was, I was work, I was engineering at a studio. And then I got the call to engineer for Malik. And it was like, I got the call at like 11 p.m. And uh, I was like, okay, one of Kanye's artists wants to work with you. Um, but, uh, bad news. It's in an hour at midnight. Oof. And, uh, and so it was like, all right, let's do it. And then I didn't know it was going to be like midnight, like sort of like five, six days a week for like the next six months or something. It was, <laughs> it totally flipped my schedule Oof. and changed my life. Did you, did you have um, enough freedom to be able to, to make those nights or did you have to work during the day and then also do the nights on top of that? Well, at the time we would do, we would only go to like 4 a.m. And it was rare where we did like 6 or 8 a.m. Uh, so it was like we'd meet up at midnight, do till 4. I, I had a bunch of different gigs. I was recording bands. I was um, uh, working for my parents' restaurant, which was really flexible. And so 
yeah, I didn't have like another like full time commitment during the day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we were burning the candle at both ends, definitely. Wow. For a very long time. And 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 what was the reason they did it at night? Was there a specific reason? Was that when they got the best vibes, or was that also from a practical standpoint of view? From they had to work during the day and then record at night. Yeah, I think they had family, and so it was like I think it was part practical, where it was like, okay, I know Malik would like take his kids, you know. He would. We would usually finish that early because he would take his kids to to work in them, and they're not take his kids to work. Um, take his kids to school in the morning at like seven or eight, and so we would get done. Bef- usually before you know he'd have to go do that. Some 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 nights we did work up until he had to go, um, take his kids to school, and a lot of times, I mean, you know. Malik's super brilliant and they're all brilliant guys. Sometimes though, they would, you know, let us give us some creative freedom where there'd be like some percussion players and I was recording them and, and, you know, Malik would say, Hey, you know, make it, make it sound like this. And it was a double album. So it was like 26 songs. And so he's like, okay, yeah, run through the songs, see what percussion works and, you know, get after it. And he would kind of be half sleeping on the couch (laughs) <laughs> and then I would kind of, you know, uh, uh, start coaching, producing. I started producing, you know, the 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 musicians and being mm-hmm. like, okay, that's cool, that's not cool. Um, but of course, like whenever someone did something really cool, you know, Maliki would just wake right up and it's like, that was cool, you know, like that. That just do more of that. <laughs> that is amazing. So he's, uh, he's like resting with an open ear, like constantly waiting for that moment where he felt the right thing exactly it was cool it was definitely a really cool experience i was uh, showing my wife some of your tracks and we we're both wondering where the name oscar delamore stems from that name it's that's uh that's interesting that you asked that uh <laughs> but yeah that that uh well i'll tell you the real story actually what happened so my na- real name is oscar salinas and so I was that story. I was engineering for this band called Cadillacs in Space, signed to Interscope. And one of the A and R's, this guy George, we're at dinner, and he goes, "It has to be Oscar something, Oscar Wilder. You got to change your name." Classic LA story. I, I'm in LA. <laughs> you got to change your name. And but it was actually perfect timing because I was playing in this band, Violet Winter, and I'd never had a solo identity um, besides just Oscar. Um, up until I moved to LA, the band broke up and it was like, okay, I, I do need kind of this solo identity. And then, um, you know, he kept on pushing, it needs to be Oscar something. And then one day, I, I don't know, he kind of gave me the push, but then, um, yeah, I, it just like, I was really, you know, I don't know, maybe did a lot of mushrooms that, uh, that summer (laughs) and was just kind of like Oscar of love in Spanish, Oscar de uh, it's kind of nice, you know, and, and I was like, all right, I'm going to do some kind of more upbeat music and, and let's see how that works out. All right. I want to play a fit your video, uh, stay with you. It was released around four years ago on your YouTube channel. Um, you recorded on the beach. Uh, there was a cool car in the background. I have, you, I have a few questions yes. about it. Uh, how big was the crew? Did you guys have stylist hair and makeup? How did you organize a production like that? Tell me more. So that was actually a really fun shoot. Uh, Cooper Phillips, amazing on shoots. She's awesome. <laughs> And, um, yeah, it was kind of like, that was the biggest shoot we, I've, I've done, no, 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 we did a bigger shoot for Violet Winter, but that was the biggest shoot we did for Oscar Delamore. And, um, I was kind of executive producing it and, uh, 
Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it was, it was, it was, I contacted, uh, the DP and, and, um, and so it was him, his assistant Cooper, and then Cooper had her team. Cooper did uh, bring her stylist uh, okay. and her makeup and her, uh, she had stylist, she had makeup, hair, she had hair. So she had, she did have stylist makeup and hair. I, I was just, I, I brought the film crew, which was two man, two man film crew. And I think that was the crew. There so you, was you about had, you had no si- stylist. You, you picked out your own clothes, right? I picked out uh, my own stylist. Yeah. And it was like, Cooper was pushing me to go to a stylist. Yeah. And, and nowadays I'm like, I could use a stylist, but at the time <laughs> it was like, I was I was a little more like no I'm you know I'm creating my own style yeah uh so so I yeah I came up with those outfits myself but we definitely worked together so kind of Cooper kind of styled me in a way did she do like a color, color was, coordination was, did she tell you what color yeah she, wear? she was totally she was working with a stylist who styled her and then she sent me pics and then I went to the store and picked something out. That and then I sent her pics of like what I'm thinking oh, of right. wearing yeah. to, to match her. Yeah. And then and then she was like, Yeah, that's cool. You know, like that that's cool. And then uh yeah, it happened to work out because she showed me her different outfits, and then I kind of showed her my different outfits that would go with it. Cause I did want it to be something that I would kind of wear. I, I definitely wanted to do to to have my own kind of style in it. And uh yeah, it worked out. That green leather was one of my favorite pieces. I definitely um, returned it. It was like seven hundred dollars. Oh my god! I bought that green leather just for the shoot, and did some more. Did a couple more shots with it, um, a photo shoot with a friend after the fact, and then I just returned it because I was like, I don't need a green leather. That's seven hundred bucks. The most I spent on a leather was four hundred. This is "Stay with You" featuring Cooper Phillip by Oscar Delamore.
Oscar Delamore with Stay With You featuring Cooper Phillip. And also Oscar is having some technical difficulties. <laughs> I'm not the only one. It, no. Yeah, for some reason, the, my main <laughs> camera, when it's like a long stream, it'll go out. I don't know if it's because it's overheating because it's next to the ring light, uh, but then I'll have to restart it. Oh. I still don't know why. We'll, we'll, we'll take it as it comes. Um, you were also in but, the yeah. band Violet Winter. You talked a little bit about that, but could you tell me a little bit more? Yeah, Violet Winter was um, my first project in the early 20s era, like out of my teenage era. And um, kind of my first project after learning synthesizers and recording. And so that was the it was the first project that I we recorded it all ourselves and um mixed it all ourselves and it was mainly me and the bass player tommy p uh tommy p kind of produced it all and i was the one pushing the buttons and playing the strings and uh but we had a lot of featured guest musicians um you know mario played drums the guys from without waves uh anthony kwan and uh, gary naples played drums too um it was a pretty cool pretty cool time you know it was like i would make these demos and i was pissed off and uh, <laughs> uh i would make these cool demos and then i would go to the studio and we would record real instruments on them and then i'd go back home and 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 put more synths on there and then and then go back to the studio and make more uh instruments and uh it was a cool time to be in chicago playing uh industrial music and we got a lot of support we ended up at goth bars a lot um i had a mohawk and yeah i don't know what else do you want to know it was a lot of fun so you played a lot a lot live in the bars then we we when we first started we were going for about once a month and then it kind of like uh you know dissipated every like once every three months mm. like near the end of it which kind of worked out at, at the last show i think the head count was near 300 Wow. Um, you know, I, I don't, you know, we didn't bring all the people, but like the whole bill we headlined, it was, uh, yeah, it was 300 people. It was really cool night. Um, and, but yeah, that was the last show. And it was one of those where like, no one, no one kind of knew. I kind of knew maybe I was the only one that knew at the end of the show. I was like, this is going to be our last show, mm. you know? Mm. Um, but no, we didn't advertise it as the last show. People weren't there as the last show. And it went well, and it just the band just kind of fell apart. It was one of those uh, things. How many complete tracks have you released? I asked this question to you offline, but it was about, and I think it said about fifty because yeah, it was 50. like I think in No Fate we did. No Fate was my very first band, high school band, and um, uh, Tommy P was also in 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 No Fate and, and by the winter, and and No Fate we must have done like. You know, we did our first record was called Ravenswood. It was like nine or ten tracks. I think it was like nine with like a secret track. 
And the nine seems to be a, like a number for me because there's an X more X did nine so far. That's like 18 already. Oh, and then no fate. We had another like EP that was like a five song EP. So it was about like 15 there. And then, uh, and then oh, what was it? With Violet Winter, we did another 15. So that's 30. And then with Oscar Delamore, I must have done about 15, 20 with Oscar Delamore. <laughs> and then nine with uh, X Lamore X. So those are like all the songs, probably like 50, 60 as an artist. Um, uh, but yeah, I've worked, I've worked with, uh, you know, uh, other artists. Oh, there we go. Yeah, there we go. It's, it's overheated. I'm, I'm going to ask you another question in between. Can I do that? Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, last time or, or two shows ago, I asked you if you had a clone, what would he do for you? You said vocals. Uh, why did you uh, choose Record to say vocals. that? Yeah, wh- why? Yo, is, are you asking why or do I get to pick another answer? Um, <laughs> uh, why? Because recording vocals is really one of the funnest things to do. And it's also one of the like hardest things to do. And it's like, I mean, you know, it's like the really big singers like The Weeknd or Chris Brown or Justin Bieber have their dedicated engineer, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's something that I don't, you know, I, I can't quite afford yet, you know, and I have to add a couple guys who, 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 uh, would come through and be my engineer. Um, but then I'm also, I love being the engineer and I'm always like, I hear my voice and I want to like kind of micromanage and come in and be like, no, no, change that, change that, change that, change that. So it would be really cool if I did have a clone, you know, we were doing nothing on a Sunday. Or, uh, you know, nothing on a Tuesday afternoon. Hey, let's record some vocals. And uh, I could jump in the booth and record myself without having with having someone else record me. Um, the next track is Abuse Me by Violet Winter. Could you tell me a bit about the track? Abuse Me. So Abuse Me, it was like I was early 20s. I was, um, <laughs> you know, in this weird relationship with this girl. She it was like my first real big heartbreak, like the first girl who broke up with me that I, because usually I was breaking up with girls. And so, you know, we had a lot of emotions. And I remember, uh, you know, I remember seeing like a message pop up on her phone. And then uh, I just was like, I, I lost it. I left. And I went back to my apartment and I wrote Abuse Me in about five hours. Uh, and I wrote it and the Violet Winter album was practically done already. We were already about to mix it. And then I wrote Abuse Me in like five hours. And then I showed it to Tom. Tom was like, this is awesome. Let's finish it. And then we probably finished it within like three weeks because we were already scheduled to mix the album. We already blocked the studio time. And yeah, it just came together really quick. And then it's everyone was on board. I played it to Tom and I was like, hey, listen to this. He's like, this is awesome. And then we played it to the video director, Bill Holland. We were like, Hey, do you want to direct the video to this? But it was like, yeah. All right. Here is abuse me by Violet winner. Never thought that you would find another man and you would slip away. Cause I always thought that it was just another stupid game you play. Cause you could be my Please, please, please. 
Thought that you would find another man and you would slip away Cause I always thought that it was just another stupid game you play Cause you could be my one and only And we could find a place to get away My veins And when you are right here I feel fine And maybe if you heard the song I wrote you Maybe if you played along we'd be okay You see I'm not okay Abuse me, please me, use me 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 Abuse Me by Violent Winner. Oscar, um, what are your plans for the future? Future plans are focusing on X Lamore X, making some great records, um, tapping into some of that energy, you know, and, and uh, you know, it's, it's always weird kind of doing like being authentic, raw emotion, and then polishing it to something that's really, really... Uh, uh, you know, that can really go far and have some legs and people can relate to. Where can people... Um, so yeah, more oh, music. Where can people find your music? Oh, I said more. You can find it on Spotify, YouTube, um, everywhere. Title, Apple Music, X, Lamore X. And that's where I am everywhere too, on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Twitch. And so, you know... We're going to keep making music and uh, already working on some new records. Ooh. Already working on some new records. So I'm excited. I'm going to play three more tracks by you, Oscar. Uh, and then we're going to play some trivia. Uh, I'm going to play them co consequently uh, after each other so we can uh, hook up with the other guys uh, for the trivia. Um, nice. I'm going to tell you the tracks and maybe you can tell me a bit about them. We have Oscar Delamore with Favorite Game featuring Anya V. And we Anya, have Anya V. Anya V. We have Let's Go. And we have X Lamore X with She Comes Around. Would you like nice. to tell anything about these tracks? or You know, they're all really cool. I'm glad you, they're interesting choices. Um, and really neat you're digging into the old discography. Um, 
Let Go was one of my personal favorites. And it was one of those tunes that like, I feel like a lot of people connected to. It's one of those tunes where like, uh, we used to always call um, a deep cut where it's like maybe not like a mainstream hit, but I really connected to it. It was really personal to me. Uh, favorite game was just like a really cute pop song that was just kind of like hooky. And we're, we knew we were like, this is hooky and cool. Um, and then she comes around is another kind of like, I feel like she comes around is also one of my favorites and really kind of ends up tying the Violet Winter and Oscar Delamore journey and uh, into the X Lamore X world where it's like, it's kind of like dark and synthy, but then also like there's these really fun hooky moments. And so that's kind of what, what, um, what I'm trying to do now is really kind of combine these um, fun, hooky, melodic, catchy moments, but, <clears throat> and, you know, still keep that uh, moody, you know, synth uh, vibe. All right, we're going to play some trivia after these three tracks. Uh, up first is Favorite Game featuring Anya V.
and it's time for some trivia let me play the trivia music
life. And it's time to introduce the trivia guest. Now we head to Germany, having hosted three Maverick festivals together with other great streamers. This Twitch DJ is finally here for us on the trivia on Harvey Hero Radio. Please welcome Daniel, aka Evil Zone. Hi, happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me, Daniel. Now we go to Scotland. On a previous show, I have played his track called Last Chance. Tonight we'll be playing Kyoto Recall, looking to work with an indie game developer from the Highlands of Scotland. Give it up for Russell Nash. Whoop, whoop. All right, guys. This next Dutch dude has been here from the start. One of my first guest hosts here on Heartbeat Hero Radio, creating tracks like Arcania and Venice Beach. We might get a new track from him tonight, but I don't think so because that was the last message I got. Raise your hands in the air for Flo, a.k.a. Sin Street. Yes, yes. Hey, guys. How you doing? I'm back. I'm back in the place. And, of course, give it up for Oscar, a.k.a. Lamore. Hey, thanks for having me, Daniel. Love being on Heartbeat Hero. All right. I will explain the rules each turn. You can choose from the following categories, 80s music, 90s music, Star Wars, or Disney. Now, some of the questions are multiple choice and some are not, but you get one point for each correctly answered question. There is a twist to the trivia. There are Star Wars and Disney questions, which are worth three points each. The catch is they're not multiple choice, and you only get 10 seconds to answer that question. I will play one practice round where you receive no points, and then three official rounds will follow. Let's play the warm-up round of trivia and you will not be able to hear the music but people can (laughs) so and we're going to start with evil zone okay you got to (laughs) pick one of the uh categories is it going to be 80s 90s star wars or disney so am I allowed to pick the same category more than once? Uh, yes, you can pick whatever category you want each time. And um, uh, let's see. Uh, um, uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure something out here. Uh, I want to put you on the big screen. That's the thing I was trying to do. Spotlight. There we go. Uh, yes, you can. And it, But if you pick one of the, the Disney or Star Wars and you and you don't, do not want the multiple choice because they do have the multiple choice available, then you get three points. So that's like uh, mm-hmm. a big help if you're behind in the trivia. Right. Uh, well, I'm a, I'm a huge sucker for Star Wars. I might not be an expert, but let's go with a, with a Star Wars. All right. To be clear, question. this is the warm-up round. You get no points for this. This is just warming yeah. up. Um, so might as well do multiple choice then. All right. Who was the viceroy and head of the Trade Federation? The multiple choice is A, Jar Jar Binks, B, Vice Admiral Holdo, C, Boss Nass, or D, Newt Gunray. Well, it's got to be Vice Admiral Holo. And that is incorrect. Oh, see, I said I love it, but I'm not an expert. <laughs> yeah, it was Newt Gunray. Oh, yeah. Okay. Trade Federation. All right. right. All right. Russell Nash, you're up next. What's it going to be? 80s, 90s, Star Wars or Disney? Um, Well, I mean, technically Star Wars is Disney now. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll go go with Star Wars. All right. Star Wars. What creature does Chewbacca unknowingly eat when he first arrived on Anktoe Island? Was that A, the Porg, B, the Shock, C, the Puffer Pig, or D, the Loth Cat? Jesus Christ, can you read those again? A, Porg, 
B. Shark? Shack? I don't know how you say that. S. H. A. A. K. Uh, C. Puffer Pig or D. Loth Cat. What creature does Chewbacca unknowingly eat when he first arrives on Ankto Island? I'll be fucked if I can remember. <laughs> I'll I'm going to guess A. A is correct. Mm. He ate a porg. Those are those cute little uh, thingies. Those uh, They look like uh, penguins, right? These are tough questions. Yeah. Man, this but is a warm-up that, run. That's why, they're, <laughs> that, that's why they're worth three points. These are tough questions. But if you ask the 80s and 90s, they're, they're a little bit more easy. Hey. So, uh, Oscar, you're up next. Uh, let's do, let's do uh, 90s. 90s. So this is a one-answer question. Uh, answer, sorry. This is a one answer. Yeah, this is a one answer question. There are no uh, multiple choice uh, answers. What oh, are the names of the brothers in the group Oasis? Uh, Liam Gallagher and Noel Gallagher. That is correct. You get zero points. All <laughs> right, zero friend. points. Right. Stack it up. Sin Street. <laughs> Flow. What's it yes. going to be? Uh, 90s. 90s for Synth Street. Yep. All right. Um, it's also a one-answered an one answered question. And what oh. year did Jerry Hallowell leave the Spice Girls? <laughs> I'm going to leave the Spice Girls. 90s. Let's yeah. see. Yeah, 2002. No, it's it's nineties. It's nineties. So oh, no, it's in the nineties. Yeah, okay. it's in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, it's a nineties question. Okay, of course. Uh, I was thinking. <laughs> Let's say at the end of the nineties, then the last year, you know. Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. It's incorrect. It was nineteen ninety eight. You were close. Yeah, I was thinking. You know, nineties. Yeah. All right. Let's have a quick chat with Daniel, aka Evil Zone. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Tell us more how you got started in the DJ scene on Twitch with my buddies Mark Delight and DJ Tower. Um, well, it's a it's a it's a long story, uh, but to cut it short, I was watching um, Synth Rave on YouTube with uh, Shawnee P from LeBrock, and um, I got involved with uh, the whole chat community on YouTube that's uh, surrounding those streams. And someone in, in the streams suggested to me, because I used to DJ about 15 years ago, he, he said, well, why don't you try streaming? And um, I did. I started off on YouTube. And after um, a journey that took me uh, through YouTube, then to Mixcloud, I, I landed on Twitch. And that's where I met this awesome Synthwave community on this um on the streaming platform and I love it. I feel so at home here and I'm so grateful for everybody. It's such a great community. Now I have some random questions I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask everybody these questions eventually. Uh, how long do you think you'd survive in a zombie apocalypse? <laughs> um, oh, that's a, you know, it depends uh, uh, on... Uh, probably pretty long if I were to uh, get to my workplace uh, and if not then I'd probably be one of the first to go another random question what is the first result on your YouTube feed you would like to share my first result so you would have to now look on your phone go to YouTube if that's possible at all yep. 
Yeah. The, my first result on my YouTube feed. You mean like the the the, the recommendations? Yes. Okay, let me check. Let me check. Um, on my YouTube feed, let's see. Well, sure. Uh, the first one is the, the Quest Three is coming and it's getting interesting. What's that about? <laughs> so I'm I'm assuming. Uh, well, the Quest Three is the new uh, hot VR headset that's um, coming out soon um, by Meta. So. Um, yeah, I'm I'm a, a, a VR nerd. Um, I have a side um, a side Twitch project where I um, DJ in VR. So I'm wearing the headset, and at the same time, I'm DJing on my controller in the real world. It's fun stuff. Yeah, I really want to look into that, but I, I, I'm not into the V. I don't have my own VR headset. You told me that you could uh, still via stream. You could watch one of the VR uh, shows. Yeah, because the, the, the program that is uh, mostly being used is VR chat and the people, um, I mean, the, the program itself um, is on Steam and you can you can use it with a VR headset, which means you are actually there. Or if you don't have one, you can play in desktop mode and then it's kind of like playing Halo or something like that where you use your mouse to look around and you use your keyboard to walk around. All right. Last weird question. What is the silliest, silliest thing you've ever bought? The silliest thing I've I have no idea because I've bought so many silly things <laughs> in my life. Um, Just go off the top then. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank right now. What what is the let me look around? Is there any silly things in here I can I find on the fly? Um hmm. Well, we might come back to it then. Um, yeah, we'll come back to that. All right. I, I'm, tell I'm it, tell right us now. about the mashup you made for the show. Um, so, one of one of my um, one of my favorite songs um, by one of my favorite artists, Griff, is um, "Do You Feel Like This." And he did an interview, uh, not an interview, he, he used to stream as well, and he would sometimes, when he plays his songs, give some insight on the songs, and he'd, uh, he talked about the song and, and talked about how um, uh, two Katy Perry songs had some influence on that one song, and... Um, I uh, I thought, oh cool! I'm I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna use those songs in my next live stream. And from that point forward, I kept using um, those songs and was always mixing about with them. And um, at the time, um, a different synthwave artist, um, uh, um, FHE, were doing a collaboration with Hadaway. And recently, thereafter, Hadaway released another song. And because I liked the FHE song, I thought, well, let's listen into that song. And it turned out that that song matched really well with the uh, with the Griff song. And so usually if one of those songs plays, you can guess what the next song is going to be. Because I always, when, when I play one of them, I play the other one. I always... Um, lead one into the other. And so I thought, well, let me just hit record and do a, a spontaneous... Um, so it's not a perfect mix, but um, it was my first take, basically, of something that I always do live on the fly during my streams. Like, not every stream, but I'd say um, probably every other stream. All right, this is the Evil Zone mashup featuring Griff, Hathaway, and Katy Perry.
one more night The lips are dripping love sunrise That was the Evil Zone mashup featuring Griff Hadaway and Katy Perry, and we're going to play round one of trivia. Yay, and everybody got to hear it a little bit. And we're going to start with Evil Zone. What's it going to be? 80s, 90s, Star Wars, or Disney, which technically is Star Wars is Disney. <laughs> well, I mean... The Star Wars ones were pretty tough, so um, I don't know. Should I dare it? Oh, you know what? Screw it. I'll go with Star Wars. <laughs> and if I fail again, I'll try 90s next round. But I'll go Star Wars. One All more. right. No Disney today, I think. Time. All right. Star Wars. Uh, who oh, does... The Disney ones I've heard from you so far were pretty hard. So. Uh, uh, yeah. Unless you've seen a lot of Disney like me and, and you know some. But uh, uh, um, we're going to do uh, Star Wars, but uh, do you want the three-pointer or the one-pointer? Well, for for starters, let's go with the one-pointer. Okay. Uh, who does Leia address her message projected by R2-D2 in A New Hope? Was that A, Obi-Wan Kenobi, B, Old Ben, C, Master Kenobi, or D, General Kenobi? These are oh, hard. Wow. These are I, hard. <laughs> I know she, she, she talks about General Kenobi, but um, I think she... Oh. oh. Huh. No, I think she addresses she she talks about Obi-Wan Kenobi because then 
Ben Kenobi sits down and says, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I haven't heard this this name in a long time, so I'd say Obi-Wan Kenobi. That is incorrect. The correct answer was General Kenobi. Ah! You were so close. I should have gone with my gut, because she also addresses him as General Kenobi during that thing. All right. right. Russell Nash, you're up next. 80s, 90s, Disney or Star Wars? Okay, let's... um... I think we have to go 80s. 80s. All right. 80s with a multiple choice. Who had a number one hit with Too Shy? Was that A, Kakakuku, B, Nida Poo or C, Kajagogo, or Kajagugu? Okay, well, it's definitely not B. <laughs> what was A again? A was Kaka Cuckoo. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess C. C is correct. You have one point for round one. Russell, you are in the lead. We're going to go to Oscar X Lamor X. You're up next. What's it going to be, 80s, 90s? Star Wars or Disney? Let's do Star Wars. Let's go Star Wars. All right, Star Wars multiple choice or Star Wars three-pointer? Ten seconds. Oof. Star Wars um, multiple choice, one answer. One. Uh, let's go multiple choice. Multiple choice for one point. Which vehicle does Quingon save Jar Jar from having a potential collision with? A, the Gungan Bongo submarine. B, the AAT. C, the MTT, or D, the Droid Deca. <laughs> I would this never know tough. these. These are hard. I'll read them again. These are tough. A, the Gung Gung Bogo submarine. B, the AAT. C, the MTT, or D, the Droid Deca. I'm going to go with A. A is incorrect. Oh, the no. correct answer was the MTT. Yikes. Yo, I know the ATTs from the episode five. Episode one is the one through three are blurry in my mind. Well, that I is- think they don't even mention the name in the movie. Like you, you have to know the, the magazines yeah, the yeah, lore. <laughs> yeah. All right, Flo of Sin Street, what's it going to be? Yes. I'm not going to take Disney or Star Wars. <laughs> I don't know anything of that. Give me in the 80s this time. 80s. So, um, 80s multiple choice. What type of berry beret does Prince sing about? Was that A, a strawberry, B, a blackberry, or C, a raspberry? Man. I'm going to go with the raspberry. The raspberry. I'm sorry? No, blackberry. Blackberry. You're going to change to blackberry? Blackberry. blackberry. That was incorrect. The correct answer was raspberry. Well, you guys are like saying the correct answer first and then choosing the wrong one afterwards. Always go with your gut. Go with your gut. Oh, let's have a chat with Russell Nash. Russell, how you doing? Good, man. How did you get started in the synthwave scene? Um, like it was, it was, it was my 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 brother and one of my old bandmates that, that introduced me to it. Um, it was a guy called. Uh, Tony, well, Anthony used his mum, but uh, Tony Cage to, to everyone else. 
um I, he used to play bass guitar in one of my old bands and um he kind of put me onto it and then like my brother actually has a, a youtube channel called neon ether and um, I'll, I'll put i'll put a link to that in the chat or something later and um yeah i, I was over at his uh having a few beers one night and um he just put on a playlist of stuff and i was just like you know i've always been a big kind of 80s guy so i was just like what the fuck what, what is this this is amazing um so like after that i just i just kind of decided that i wanted to download some some synth vsts and just just have a bash at it and just just fucking loved it and got involved with the community and um yeah just it's, it's just it's just such a welcoming community because i mean you know like uh you know i mean when i played in bands uh you know the rock community was good too and like you know the metal community you know all, all that kind of nonsense but um <laughs> i definitely think that the, the synthwave community is the most the most supportive and the friendliest community that I've, that I've ever been a part of i heard oscar laugh a little bit you recognize something of that oh yeah i mean i i think it's uh, like i you know i think the rock i was used to play in rock metal bands too well we were kind of like kind of rock industrial and like yeah it is a different community and 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 they're cool too it's just kind of um you know and it, it's it's just a different vibe you know like yeah. i i loved getting drunk and hanging out with metalheads but I also love chilling out and, and, you know, especially the virtual presence of the synthwave community because it's like in nature where it's kind of like this electronic element, which, of course, like I, I love that that new electronic element. So, Russell, Robin Lights has created two videos now using your tracks. Uh, how did you get in contact with him? Was it that he contacted you or you contacted him? It, it was actually on a, a show on, on Harvey Hero. Oh. Um, it was when you were airing <laughs> one of the uh, the videos he did for Rocco Destro. And um, I sent him a message like during the show, just like, you know, I, I was just brass necking it. I was just being a cheeky cunt. And I was just like, you know, would you like to make me a video? And then I just thought that I'd never hear from him, but then like two weeks later, he he, he sent me like a rough draft for uh, Last Chance, and um, that that ended up becoming a thing. And then we just kind of kept in contact after that. And um, yeah, like it just you know every time I released something new, I would I would kind of send it over to him to see what he thought. And then he liked uh, Kyoto Recall, and he, he he had a few ideas for maybe putting something together for that. So then that that was how that one came about. Is there anything you're currently working on? Uh, yeah, like a few bits and pieces. Um, I'm going to be releasing um, uh, a new track uh, probably within the next week. <laughs> I, I was I was really hoping to get it done for uh, Bandcamp Friday, but uh, my kids had other ideas, uh, so <laughs> I never I never got it done. But it's uh, it's, it's pretty close to being done, so um, I'm 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 confident it will be out by the end of the week. Um, and uh, I'm also working in an EP that I'm hoping to to put out in maybe March April. How many kids do you have? Two. How old are they? Uh, one of them's three, um, and a pain in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> the other, the other one's only nine months old, so she's still, she's still very small. Uh, she's, she's still a small lot and sweet, and and a lot of work. Uh, uh, some, some of the random questions I also asked to uh, Evil Zone: uh, How long do you think you would survive a zombie apocalypse? I, I think I'd, I think I'd, uh, I'd last it out. You know, like I mean, that. I don't know. I'm 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 kind of picturing myself like, uh, you know, going fucking. What, what what was that game called on the Xbox where you would go about the the mall with a, like a, a crowbar and just like beat the shit out of the zombies? But what was that game called again? I can't remember. I had that game but, as well. I I don't know what it's called, but I did play it and I really enjoyed it. it. Was on the on the original Xbox, right? 
think it was on the 360. Oh, also on the if 360? Anyone knows, like, so, I can't uh, remember, but that one anyway. But no, I, I can picture meeting that guy. <laughs> the, the other question, uh, what was the first result on your YouTube feed that you would like to share with us? If you're able to look on your YouTube feed at all. Um, it's a, an episode of Kitchen Nightmares. Kitchen? What is that? Uh, it's basically when uh, Gordon Ramsay calls ah. everyone cunt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and what is the silliest? What is the silliest thing you've ever bought? Uh, the, let's see. I had time to think about this um, after after he asked uh, Hoganson. Um, it was a blow up sheep sex doll that <laughs> I, I bought for my mate's birthday. So let's go back to Evil Zone. Do you do you know what what the silliest thing is you bought, or are you still thinking about it? No, you know what? Now that Russell just mentioned bought for a friend, yeah, probably the the silliest thing. Um, so for a time, we we would um, our, our my circle of friends and like in like real life circle friends would um, would buy each each other for birth for their birthday a Blu-ray disc of the latest hot movie in theaters but the the scuffed version so something like captain usa or transmorphers um and so yeah i, I bought a, a dvd called transmorphers and it had like a a dinosaur transformer cheap sci-fi mock-up on the cover and it was I, I bet none of us ever watched it but if we did it was probably just trash like literal <laughs> trash it's like like clickbait but buy bait like for for grandmas that don't know and buy their 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 grandchild something for christmas or for the birthday and they're like oh yeah he loves trans transformers or whatever it's called this is it so let's buy it <laughs> yeah amazing uh russell uh, i want to play a kyoto recall can you tell us a bit about the creation of that track will do oh uh, just before i do as uh, something neon got it in the chat is uh, it was dead rising that was oh the game. yeah amazing game but uh, uh yeah the the track was um it was it was partially inspired by um massive z um because Love when i heard z. their track uh metropolis like it had uh was that guzheng in it or something or uh, a koto or something like that and i, I just i thought that was kind of neat like um you know put, putting like one of those like kind of world instruments in with like the you know like the the analog synths and stuff it, it was something i was kind of toying with doing anyway but that just kind of got me inspired and um I just started kind of fucking about with some like uh, Japanese instruments and stuff and throwing in some uh, throwing in some like kind of synth stuff with it and then ended up like putting putting that track together. All right, this is a, another video by our CEO of videos Robin Lights. This is Kyoto Recall by Russell Nash.
That was Kyoto Recall by Russell Nash, and now it's time for Trivia Round 2. Here we go. Yes, and it's Round 2, and we're going to start with Evil Zone with zero points. Hopefully we can get to one point now. And, uh, yeah, what's I, the... I said if I I said if I fail Star Wars, I'm gonna do 90s. So All right. here comes the 90s. Let's, Let's see go if... for the 90s. 90s. Yeah. Uh, one answer question: Which Jamiroquai music video won a Grammy and four MTV Video Music Awards? It's got to be Virtual Insanity. Uh, was that in Virtual Insanity? It was correct. <laughs> Love that song. That is Love one the video too. 1.4 <laughs> Evil Zone. You are at a tie with Russell Nash. Um, now we're going to go to Russell. What's it going to be? 80s, 90s, or um, Star Wars, or Disney? Let's go back to Star Wars. Star Wars, a multiple choice, or one answered three pointer? I'm, I'm going to gamble and go with the, the one answer. Oof, oof, oof. You get 10 seconds. I'll do a countdown after the the question is answered. Okay. So if you don't get the countdown, then you've lost it. Where is Hans taken by Boba Fett after he is frozen in carbonite? 10, Shit. 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. It's like Jabba the Hutt's palace, but I can't remember. Like, I need to be more specific. That was correct. That was correct. That was correct. You got three points. That's four points for Russell Nash, cheese, Oscar, you're up next. All right, all right, let's go. Let's go. 80s, 90s, Disney or Star Wars? Um, let's go 90s. 90s for one point. This is a nice one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you'll know it. <laughs> what is okay. the name of the Celine Dion song, which featured, which is featured as the soundtrack to the Titanic? Is this, wait, my heart will go on. That is correct. Yeah. Near, far, wherever we are. <laughs> All right, um, Flo. Yes. 80s or 90s? Uh, 90s again. 90s. One answer question. Which English band had one hit wonder with Unbelievable? Which English band had a one hit wonder with Unbelievable? Um. I know the song. Oh, man. oh, with the oh, black hair oh. with the black hair. Ah, oh, man. No, no, I don't know, man. No, it was E M F. E M F. Some mad funkers. But I know oh, what yeah. you mean. Unbelievable. All right, we're gonna have a chat with you, Sin Street. Flo, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. But I said uh, I was uh, I was uh, sick for a long time. Got a bit of a bad uh, uh, bad streak, a uh, bad luck streak. Uh, first the Corona, then the flu, and uh, still not doing so good. But uh, I got uh, I got a cat in between. That was uh, very nice, a very sweet uh, cat. And uh, but yeah, I'm working on the music uh, for sure. But uh, it's gonna take a little bit more time than today. I wanted to send it to you, but uh, yeah, it's, I'm gonna send it very quick, and it's, I think you're gonna like it. Are you gonna send it to me now? No, no, I'm gonna send it quick. Oh, I think quick, this quick, week, quick, quick, and this uh, week, and this week <laughs> uh, somewhere soon. Um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, yeah, that's what you're currently working on, and those are your plans for the future. I'm assuming. Is there anything else you're you're looking yeah. forward to, or? 
No, I'm, I'm, I'm working on a lot of uh, things. I was also doing some other genres than synthwave and just experimenting and mixing a lot and uh, yeah, fun, just yeah, experimenting. And I got some nice things going now, so I also wanted to come back to a couple of older tracks that I can mix now with the things I like to be the whole like style, you know, a bit of the same level of quality on everything. And uh, yeah, that's a bit with music what I'm doing at the moment. So, uh, all right, Flo, how long do you think you would survive a zombie apocalypse? Yeah, I think uh, with a bit of luck, uh, pretty long. I was uh, watching a lot of horror and uh, all these kinds of series and movies in the past, not so much anymore. But I think with all that knowledge and uh, yeah, I would build a good crew, you know. I got a crew here in the neighborhood, I think. We would build a crazy car and uh, we got some weapons. And uh, I think we we could make a chance. But it depends what kind of zombies there are also. Because if you remember that movie, uh, what was it, uh, 30 Days Later or something? Mm -hmm. And just one drop of blood or just one little thing and you're already Infected fucked, already. You know? Oh, wow. That was no mercy to then, yeah. But like walking that still, walking that right, yeah, walking that, yeah. We, I think, I would make a good chance. Oscar, you wanted to add something? Oh yeah, that movie Twenty Eight Days Later. I love that. Oh, yeah, I love that movie. movie. That theme with the guitar thing is one of the coolest music themes. Exactly. Very very cool. So Flo. Um, I know you you're on your phone right now, so you probably won't be able to do this. But you think what you think have any idea what your first th video on your YouTube feed would be? Yeah, I have my PC also here. Ah, but you want to know my home or my subscription? Well, anything you want to share. I mean, there might be some stuff yeah, the in there. First that thing you... <laughs> is that it's boring. It's just Chill Wave <laughs> FM. Ah, oh, okay. FM. Well, it's, you like to listen to chill music. All right, and, and what and what is the silly silliest thing you've ever bought? Yeah. I, I had to think a bit about there's no not so many silly things, but around the corner you have a store here and you can buy these like mugs. When you put hot water in them, they morph into an image. Uh -huh. I bought that was, uh -huh. <laughs> but that's what yeah, that's the most silliest thing I can remember. All right, the track I've laid up is Arcania. You want to tell us about that? Yeah, it's, it's a while ago already. I think a year ago I dropped that. Yeah, it's a very a gamey. I was making it for also with a bit of computer game in mind. And uh, that's where the inspiration came from. And uh, I wrote it like that. All right. This is Arcania by Sin Street. Let's go.
That was Arcania by Sin Street. And now we're going to talk to Oscar a little real quick. I want to ask him the same questions I asked other guys. Uh, Oscar, how long do you think you would survive in a zombie apocalypse? Um, I mean, you know, it does depend on the types of zombies. It's if it, if it's like your normal Walking Dead slow zombies, I'd think a really long time. Uh, one of my favorite zombie video games is Resident Evil Classic, and you know, I just imagine myself having a bat and a gun and like having you know, if they're slow zombies, having the time to switch, you know, hitting one guy with a bat, another guy with a bat, switching to the gun, you know, and you know, just you know, having so much fun, like finally knowing my purpose in life. It sounds like Actually. a new video clip you're going to make in the future. Maybe a zombie, <laughs> a zombie music video would be awesome. Uh, what's the that first really result cool. on your YouTube feed uh, you would like to share with us? So today, actually, the first result is Hunter S. Thompson wants to settle the score on Letterman. Um, oh, you watched I that. was looking up a bunch of Hunter S. Thompson videos. So I don't know who Hunter S. Thompson is. Just for the, you don't? Who oh, is my that? gosh. <laughs> Do you know the movie Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, Johnny Depp? Uh, I think I do. I, but so I haven't Johnny seen Depp it. Plays, um, Johnny Depp kind of made Hunter S. Thompson famous, uh, but he was already famous. Uh, but Johnny Depp plays Hunter S. Thompson in a few movies. Um, and Hunter S. Thompson is this like investigative journalist uh, in the like nine, 80s, 90s, 2000s. Um, and he's this investigative journalist who, who had a lot of great success, but also just like to get just wrecked on all sorts of... Uh, all sorts of um that part i do i do remember from the trailer <laughs> yeah that's that's hunter s thompson all right what's the silliest thing you've ever bought silliest thing uh yeah i, I was trying the hardest to come up with a good good answer and i would probably say the silliest thing would be when we bought two kegs of beer when my parents were in mexico and i was still in high school Ah, all right. Well, let's play the final round of trivia. <laughs> it's making a sound. Let me. Oh yeah, I lost everybody. That was it. <laughs> okay, wait. More technical difficulties here on Heartbeat Here Radio. I'm going to send you guys uh, a new Google Meets link. These links they only go for an hour. And then they, they cut out. Uh, I guess I'll play a track while everybody's joining in. Uh, All I Know by On TV.
that was yeah. all I know by on TV. And we're going to play our final round of trivia. And we're going to start with Evil Zone. Final question. You have currently one point, which is pretty good. <laughs> Better than zero. Exactly. Um, so basically, if I want to win this, I have to do Star Wars um, with the three points. Because, yeah. And Russell can't get the next one and right. And Russell can't get another point. Exactly. Um, we'll still play out round three just for the fun. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, you know what? Yeah, let's do it. Let me fail one more time. I, um, well, last time the... you were successful, so... <laughs> well, yeah, but it was 90s. <laughs> um, no, no, let's do the Star Wars. We'll see. Star Wars, three points. Hit All me. right, here we go. Three points, 10 seconds. Oof, hoof, hoof. Here we go. Star Wars, what is the primary weapon used by Chewbacca? 10, 9. It's the bowcaster. That is correct. Three points. You and Russell are tied. <laughs> Except if Hold Russell gets this one right. All right, Russell. Russell could take an easy one now. <laughs> What's it going to be? Um, right, let's stick with Star Wars. Star Wars. And you want to go for three points or one point? No, I'll just go for the easy one. Easy. <laughs> what powers a Jedi's lightsaber? Was that A, the Force, B, a cyber crystal, C, illuminoids, or D, Coaxium. I think it was the crystal, wasn't it? The cyber crystal is correct. You are the winner. But we will continue. Oscar, what's it going to be? All right. Uh, let's do Star Wars three points. Try and stay in this game. <laughs> well, the game's already over, but uh, <laughs> here we go. Supreme Leader Snoke ultimately meet his end by whom? Ten. Nine, eight, um, seven, six, five, um, three, two. Uh, shoot. Incorrect. <laughs> the correct huh? answer was Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. All right. Um, I was about to say his real name. I was like, that guy with the, <laughs> the actor guy. Flo, you're up next. 80s or 90s? Give it a, a 90s. 90s one answered question what is the name of Natalie Natalie Imbruglia's number one hit man that's uh Thorn Thorn that is correct bang one point that's, for Flo that's engraved in my head in the 90s of course <laughs> all right pull Russell. that out of somewhere pull oh, that somewhere. <laughs> all right Russell you are the winner you get a winner's speech Russell the floor is yours Shit, I didn't know I had to to, to give a speech. Um, don't, don't take drugs, kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to say goodbye to everybody, and then we'll, after that we're going to add people to the show. I know Oscar has to leave soon, so we'll start with him. Oscar, what are you grateful for, and what would you like to promote? Um, shoot, I'm grateful for all the great friends and all the great music and all the great musical friends. Uh and I'd like to promote uh, the X Lamore X stuff. Uh, you know, we you've been playing She Comes Around a lot on the show. Uh, I think I'm going to release uh, a, an acoustic version of Wish You Were My Lover that I've I've had for a couple months now, and I think finally for Valentine's Day I'm going to drop it. So coming soon, we I got a, a like a string quartet version of uh, the X Lamore X song, Wish You Were My Lover. Coming soon. 
Oscar, thank you for coming on the show. Daniel, what are you grateful thank for you and what would you like to promote? So, uh, well, first of all, I am very grateful for my loving wife that um, gives me, despite us having a little child, uh, all the time that is needed to do those weekly streams, to stay connected with the Synth family. And also, I am very grateful for the entire Synth family, for being the great community that they are, for being the loving community that they are. And when it comes to promotion, um, Maverick Festival is taking a step back this year because instead I would like to promote Synth Island. I think um, Maurice and his whole crew of people supporting Synth Island um, are trying to create a wonderful project to print to bring the synth wave scene um, to a bigger, more mainstream audience. And um, I would like to promote that because I think it's a wonderful idea. Daniel, thank you for coming on the show. My pleasure. Flo, what are you grateful for and what would you like to promote? Oh, man, I'm grateful for uh, you guys, my friends, uh, family, health, uh, yeah, just uh, and music, of course, and, and uh, freedom uh, still. But uh, yeah, promoting, um, I should say, Spotify and uh, YouTube is the main thing. I'm going to drop the new things on Bandcamp, of course, also. But uh, yeah, I think that's the main things right now. All right, Flo, thank you for being on the show. Yes, thank you, bro. Russell, what are you grateful for and what would you like to promote? Um, just, just just grateful for all all the support that I've I've been given since like I've kind of joined this this community. Um just like really appreciate. And I'll, I suppose I should promote my new release that's up for pre-order. It's, uh, it's called Full Thrall and it's going to feature a brand new track and uh like a remix of uh, one of my older tracks called Speed Demon. Um, and it's the kind of you know the the inspiration behind it's like the old Sega racing games like Sega Rally and like all that kind of stuff. It's, it's got that kind of vibe to it. You can get it on Bandcamp, and I'll be adding it to uh, Spotify soon as well. All right, Russell, thank you for being on the show. I'm gonna and I'm gonna say to bye everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs> Have a good time. <laughs> All right, uh, now I'm going to add everybody wants to join us behind the scenes. You can have a chat with us now. I'm adding uh, Google links in the chat right now. And uh, I'm going to play the second part of the pre-recorded show. Here we go. Welcome to the second part of the pre-recorded show. This is Wiser by Pyro. Inside my head, but I guess there's something that controls me. 
That was Wiser by Pyro. Up next is Artificial by Chill Collins.
That was Art Official by Chill Collins. Up next is Interlinked by Alphabot.
That was interlinked by Alphabot. Up next is a track by Mr. Robocoff. I want to thank him for helping me out with some audio issues I had with my laptop. Thank you so much. Uh, this is Wonderful by Mr. Robocoff.
That was wonderful by Mr. Robocop. Up next is Bradley Denniston with Haunted by You. Haunted by You by Bradley Denniston. Up next is Starion by Midnight Fury. We'll be right back. 
Wistarian by Midnight Fury. Up next is I Love It by Moon Boudica.
That was I Love It by Moon Boudica. Up next is All I Need Is You, featuring Dream Kid by The Last Concord. Featuring Dream Kid by The Last Concord. Up next is Hazy Nights by Pink Flam.
That was Hazy Nights by Pink Flam. Up next is Outline by TV Players.
That was outlined by TV players. Up next is Night's Coming by Kio Mono.
was Night's Coming by Kiyomono. Up next is Cyber Empire by Synth Principle.
That was Cyber Empire by Synth Principle. Up next is Revolution by Rossi Boy.
Revolution by Rossi Boy. Up next is Synthwave Afterlife, the Lawrence Squarta remix by Heartbeat Hero.
That was Synthwave Afterlife by Heartbeat Hero, the Lawrence Squarter remix. Up next is Not From The Sun, the Alex Vichetti remix by Cool Mo Wee. Not From The Sun, the Alex Vichetti remix by Cool Maui. Up next is Constellations by Coastal.
That was Constellations by Coastal. Up next is Sexual by DJ Diz. You got the thing that I've been looking for. Been running around for so long. Now I got you, I won't let you go. You got the thing that I've been looking for. And you got a heart full of gold. And that's really turning me on. You are, you are, you are, you are, you are. Everything that I dreamed of. Now I can paint a picture. You are, you are, you are, you are, you are. Making my life much greener. Yeah, yeah. Just so you feel the way that I feel. I'm feeling sexual. So we should be sexual. Just so you feel the way that I feel I'm feeling sexual So we should be sexual Was sexual by DJ Diz. Up next is Cosmovision by Doug Masters.
That was Cosmovision by Doug Masters. Up next is Sphinx by DX Digital.
was Sphinx by DX Digital. Up next is Northwind, the alternative version by Edelways.
That was North Wind, the alternative version by Edelways. Up next is Losty by George Ergum. Losty by George Ergum. Up next is Lost in Spain, the radio edit by Glenn Maine. 
That was Lost in Spain by Glenn Main. Up next is Always Over You by Graflex, Eric C. Powell, and Andrea Powell.
That was Always Over You by Graflex, Eric C. Powell, and Andrea Powell. Up next is She Was Right Here by Jesse Mock. She Was Right Here by Jesse Mock. Up next is Existence by Madman J.
that was Existence by Madman J. Up next is Judgment Day by Hoffman Cruz. Judgment Day is coming. was Judgment Day by Hoffman Cruz. Up next is Autumn Moods by Mike Fairlight.
That was Autumn Moods by Mike Fairlight. Up next is Song Without Words by Neon Killer. was Song Without Words by Neon Killer. Up next is Far In Love, the extended remix by P. Lima.
Thank you.
that was Far in Love, the extended remix by P. Lima. Up next is Secret Moon by Polar Baron.
That was Secret Moon by Polar Baron. Up next is Double by Rove. Constructing a three dimensional model from the database. Double by Rove. Up next is Perillion 
by Runaway Droid.
That was Perillion by Runaway Droid. Up next is On One by Syndicate.
That was On One by Syndicate. Up next is Electricity by Thermal Noise. Electricity by Thermal Noise. Up next is Shallow Brains Remix by Teux79.
That was Shallow Brains Remix by Teox79. Now let's get back to the show. And we're back. And uh, I have the last track for tonight. Still eating my uh, <laughs> my food. Um, I made this for a Renoise competition. Renoise is a software I use to create music. It's a track or bass piece of software. And I add VSTs and samples to create the sounds. This is Cats Forever by Heartbeat Hero. Yeah, that's it for the show today. If you enjoyed the show, please tell your friends and family about it. I'm so thankful for all my listeners and guests on the show. You can support the show by checking out Heartbeat here on Spotify, iTunes, Bandcamp, and SoundCloud. And like Cool Moe, Robin Lights, Keith Atherton, and many more, you can support Heartbeat Here Radio by going to patreon.com slash heartbeathero. The next show is the 18th of March on a Saturday night, 7.30 p.m. Paris time. I hope you can make it to that show. And I hope to see you right now in the Google Meets link right down there. You can click on it or copy it or something and join us. Have a great day, everybody. Hi.
This is Kumawi. You are listening to Heartbeat Hero Radio. Thank you for listening to the Heartbeat Hero Radio Show. This show is sponsored by Cool Moe Music and Cool Moe Radio DJ Shows. All radio DJ shows are posted on SoundCloud and all tracks played are tweeted when live with the artist info and Bandcamp link when available. Finally, all tracks are added to the show's playlist on Spotify. All links are in my link tree on Instagram or Twitter. My music is on all platforms as well, including Spotify and SoundCloud. I also have a YouTube video for every song I have released. Thank you very much for listening. 